So I guess since she is mourning, the war is over. No. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> there it is. The war is on a temporary hiatus yeah, for the night. It's like, sorry, Allie, can you hold off on that war? A warrior's mourning over here. <laughs> it's done. It's over. Hello and welcome to Hour the Hundred podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 27-year-old actor and artist. I like brooding anti-heroes, feminist agendas, and I remember way too many details that no one else cares about. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And our fun fact for this episode, we are really grasping at straws at this point. <laughs> Uh, and we were like, what about, like, you know, uh, Murphy sees Amori and she's like a vendor in the market. What's the best thing that you bought of her food? What's the best thing that you bought? So basically, like, you've been to a market or a con? What's the best thing you bought there? Yeah. <laughs> um, for mine, I'm gonna go with, I bought, I think, almost all of my lost Pop Funkos at once. Almost all of them. Nice. I think I bought I think I bought maybe like four out of six of them in one go at a con once. I love finding like show specific pops at a con yeah. um that you've been like looking for and you mm-hmm. haven't like it's so much more fun to find them there to the yeah. than to like go buy it on Amazon. Yeah, or like at Hot Topic or yeah. something. Yeah, I think other than that, like I have posters in my room that I've bought mm-hmm. from uh from a con that I that are still displayed in my room. Yeah today so yeah and my name is samantha coley i'm a 29 year old news editor at collider i like over 40s otps and making playlists i'm on twitter at sam casey's where you can find me yelling about tele- television and fangirling middle-aged actresses today i can't talk apparently um and my favorite thing that i've gotten on like a market or a merge floor i have a lot of like fandom stuff that i love that i've bought but the thing that i think about almost at uh, probably once a week since having had it at a con, is this incredible fudge. It's called Moonshine Chocolate is the brand that makes it. They're a relatively small business, I believe. And they, as far as I know, still come to Awesome Con in Washington, D.C. every year. And my friend Aaron and I just decided to get fudge one day, like while we were browsing the artist alley and the merch floor and everything at the con and uh it was the best fudge i have ever had and i have thought about ordering it to vancouver multiple times since having had it they do but i'm not sure how it would hold up from like the east coast to here but i i'm probably gonna do it at some point now that i like am employed again i'll split these shipping with you i want to see what what flavies (laughs) they've got like i Genuinely think about that fudge all the time. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, today we have words to say about, oh god, episode 312 <laughs> of the 100 Demons. This episode will contain spoilers for all incredible seven seasons of the 100. Yeah. Uh, I have been dreading this. Yeah. Um, Robin and I collectively agree that this is in our top five most hated episodes. It's just like, what good happens in it? Mm-mm. None. Nothing. Like, straight up, I can't think of one thing that I, like, actively think this episode is worth it for. Yeah, no, um, I completely agree with you, and I think that this episode is actively bad. Yeah. Um, oops. I think that it's hilarious that this episode backs up into one of my top five favorite episodes Mm -hmm. of the entire series. Yeah, I am excited to talk about that one. Just the absolute, the highs and lows of high school football, if you will. Yeah, uh, literally opposite ends of the spectrum, these two episodes. 
So the title of the episode re- is a reference to a previous line that Emerson has made in a previous episode. He said, like, face your demons or fight your demons or whatever to Clark. Um, as well as Miller's story at the beginning of the ep. He says the word demons and how yeah. his demons follow him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing that I had before we get started is just that um, Jared, <laughs> Jared said that it was his favorite episode of the season. And I can't, I think that, you know... This episode is just so deeply bad, and also Jared doesn't even do hardly anything in it other than tell a story. I just think, candidly, that Jared Joseph has some questionable opinions, and I think that's shown here today. And I think that you're correct. Thank you. I, yeah. Yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot that anything other than the garbage trash that happens at Arcadia even happened this yeah. episode, mm-hmm. but surprise, there's a Polis storyline. What? Yeah, I know, because I wrote the summary for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, don't worry, Sam, because usually I'm just like, Sam, which storyline do you want to take? And this time I just did the bad one myself, and I said, don't worry about it, you just do the, like, five <laughs> Polis scenes, okay? And I deeply appreciate her You're for that. You're welcome. All right. <clears throat> it's times like when I'm writing my summary that I remember that they pulled names from places mm-hmm. because every single time I typed Ontari, it corrected to Ontario. Yeah. So that's fun. And like, you know, then you're just like, oh, well, she's from Ice Nation, so haha, Canada or whatever. But I'm just like, she doesn't represent me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in Polis, Ontari is walking her dog. I mean, Murphy. Yeah. Anyway, Murphy is still here very against his will. But Amori pops out of a stall and gets his attention. And he's like, oh, my God, I missed you. And then Ontari rolls in like, hey, why are you speaking to my slave? And she scolds him for falling behind, but she missed that he and Amori made secret plans to meet up later. Murphy and Amori then meet in the Flamekeeper Temple and make out, but Amori Amori also clocks the, like, lots and lots of tech that is in the room, and, uh, as well as the, like, murals and uh, paintings of Becca Promheta and all of that. They go back to making out and presumably have consensual sex, in stark contrast to the two episodes ago. Yeah. As they're redressing afterward, Amori asks Murphy how he's still alive, basically, and he explains that he's made himself very valuable by convincing Antari that he can help her become commander without the flame. He's called back to Antari's service and tells Amori to stay hidden. In the throne room, Antari and Murphy are visited by a familiar face. Uh, Jaha rolls in looking like a grounder, claiming that he can make Antari commander uh, because he knows she's faking and Murphy's like, don't buy anything from this guy. He's insane. Amori then enters the room and reveals that she's chipped. And that's how Jaha knows that Antari is faking it. So we're playing real fast and loose again with the consent issues. Mm-hmm. Antari almost kills Murphy, but Jaha says that they need him. So they toss him in jail instead. Murphy's like, like did I sleep with Jaha? Right? <laughs> Later, Amori comes back into the throne room to let them know that the gates are open. Uh, Antari is chipped now, and we get a pretty dope reveal that Ali is sitting in the commander throne. So, we're in the market square. People are, like, shouting for Antari because she's, like, super famous because she is the Oh, my God, the celebrity. Um, And Murphy is, like, forced to follow her around. Amori is here, and he's like, oh, my God, how did you get here? She said she's selling at the market because the other person was, like, attacked. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) I don't know. so weird. Just just a substitute, that's all. Just subbing in. Um, But I've been looking for you because I heard about the commander's handsome Sky Crew Flamekeeper, and I knew that it was you. Like, nice catch, dude. You steal all her stuff. Like, that's the perfect choice. Perfect. You g- perfect, Mark. Genius. I love that all of the grounders are like, we support the the commander. And Amori's uh, just like, hey, 
the commander is just another mark, you know? Yeah. Like, she doesn't have respect well, for the commander. Yeah, she doesn't cool. really have a, a crew mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so... Yeah. It's just cool Why that, like... Why would she respect the president? Because when she goes into the um, temple, she's like, oh my gosh, and, like, looking at all the stuff and stuff, which kind of, like, contrasts, but then you realize that it's because, like, Allie herself is, like, looking at all of these things in the temple. Yeah. yeah. So, Antari comes back, they play as if he's just, like, buying stuff, and he's like, oh my god, Antari, this is the best slash only rat I've ever had. <laughs> best slash only. And Antari's like, okay, whatever, keep up. And Marvie, like, spits out the rat because he actually doesn't like it. I'm like, it doesn't look that bad. It just looks like chicken. I was like, I, it's hardly the worst thing you've eaten on yeah, this show. Yeah, certainly. Um, so he gives her directions so he can, like, meet her later, and Amori, like, eats it. And I'm like, Murphy, can you afford to be picky with the food that you're eating? I was like, Murphy, um, Kane had to eat a... Like a river eel when yeah. he came in here. Um, so I think that your cooked rat is probably fine. fine. Yeah. So Murphy at the temple is waiting for Amori and she's like, ooh, prove how much you've missed me. Ooh, let's, and then they make out. Ooh. And I can't believe he was just like, okay, where can I make out with Amori? Mm, let's do the temple because it's one of two places I know. <laughs> it's the most secluded of the two yeah, places that's that I true. know. So she recognizes some of the tech in it and. Uh, Murphy's like, maybe Titus bought some of the tech that she was selling. Maybe he was one of her customers. Maybe. So she asks about Becca, and Murphy basically explains everything. And, yeah, like I said, this is just Allie looking at all of this, which yeah. is cool. It's cool. It's cool that Allie is looking at this. It's not cool that Allie sleeps with Murphy. Yeah. Gross. And, I mean, like, then we later try and do it next episode as well yeah, with they Abby. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're like, well, it worked once. It's like, it's like Jaha got Allie to turn off, like, the consent thing in her yeah. programming, and immediately just everybody loses consent everywhere. Because yeah. it happens with these two sexually, it happens with Kane and Abby sexually, and, like, the Raven thing isn't sexual, but it is a, a revoking of consent. Yeah. And it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, that coupled with the poor consent writing mm-hmm. in the Murphy Ontari stuff. Yeah. It's like, what happened in the back half, guys? Yeah, I'm just like, um, it's like, hey, it is a man who hasn't seen his girlfriend in a long time. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what will work. And uh, with Murphy, it does work. Yeah. Then isn't, it, doesn't, isn't Kane like, uh. Kane's like, oh, wait a minute. Because <laughs> we're not all, even there they yet, haven't dude. Yet, yeah. <laughs> presumably. And then... That's a 402 thing. Exactly. And then it's just like, yeah, it's... She... I think Allie probably thinks that it will work again because it worked with Murphy. Because dudes be dudes. Exactly. Um, but she didn't factor in the different relationship contexts. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, so Murphy's like, do you actually, like, believe in this stuff? And she doesn't answer. Um, she notices the Seek Higher Things sign, and Murphy's like, hey, can we do something other than this? Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't come here to give you a museum tour, yeah. okay? It's been quite a minute. Yeah. So she's like, are you sure we won't be interrupted? And he's like, <laughs> no. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're so mischievous. Like, you're not going to tell her that, like, literally, like, last night or the night before you had sex with Antari? I mean, no. he didn't want to have sex with Antari. I guess. I just feel like probably important for her to know still, you think? I mean, I would f- probably feel different if Murphy had consensually had sex with Antari. Yeah. I would be like, yes, please immediately tell uh, your significant other. Yeah. But here, I I don't think it's that weird that he doesn't tell her because mm-hmm. he probably is, like, 
still processing what mm. happened to him. Okay, sure. So afterward, they're getting dressed, and they're like, okay, anyway, now that that's done, uh, you get out of here because it's actually not safe. And she's like, I'm fine. Um, she's like, also, how have you lived through this? And he's like, ah, I'm just surviving. And then I'm, she like, says You know, cute. I'm just doing my, my the, one of the things that I've been doing. He's like, thank you for complimenting me, but like, seriously, Antari is nuts, and I'm only alive because she thinks I can make her the commander. Yeah. And... She's like, wait, I thought she already was the commander. This is very important information uh, <laughs> that is being relayed to the chipped people of Arcadia. Yeah. Um, no, she's not actually the commander. You got to have like a computer chip in your brain and people think it's like reincarnation. It's stupid. And Allie's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> stupid. so stupid. Yeah, real dumb. <laughs> so Amori's like, why does she think you can do it? And he's just like, because I saw it come out of the last commander. So I, I told her that I could. Duh. So she's like, so what do you do for her? Now I understand why Jaha is like, yes, we need him alive. Yeah. What? Because the same exact reason. Because he saw the, it come because out Because he the saw it commander. come out yeah, of yeah, yeah. Lexa. Yeah. I fully, I was just like, okay, Jaha's just likes nice. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does have yeah. information. No. Titus is dead. Clark ain't gonna help. Exactly. Yeah. I, I see it now. They're, well, they're just like, hey, we did it with Raven and Abby. We're gonna do it with Abby and Kane. Why not just try and murder Amori and make Murphy do it? Like, they oh can do God. it, you know? So she's like, what do you do for her? And he's like, uh, she likes me? And I don't know if, like, maybe this is him, like, subtly telling her? I think a little bit, yes. Yeah. Because, like, to me, if it was me and someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, it's nice that you're friends. Or, like, oh, <laughs> she has a crush on you, that's nice, right? But, like, that wouldn't necessarily, but I think... I, I think it's a very loaded statement, yeah. especially with the way Richard delivers it. Yeah. So that, like, I, I think probably a lot of the time the actors on this show know that we don't, that they're not going to have time to, like, go into yeah. very nuanced conversations, mm-hmm. like the one we're theoretically talking about right now. But they also, and and with that knowledge, they then layer their performances, yeah. which is what made it so impressive for a lot of the seasons was those performances. Yeah. So I do think that Richard is intentionally putting that extra layer into it mm-hmm. to to hint at that. Yeah. And I think that Louisa is, you know, she's sort of being like, oh, well, I mean, who wouldn't like you, right? And she does look, like, slightly disappointed, and but she also is, like, understanding because he's, like, trying to get in with the commander and also, like, trying not to die and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I still, if I was Murphy, I'd be like, mm, you aren't, like, a little bit more, like disappointed (laughs) i'd be almost like "Mm." i'm basically just trying to be like was there a red flag that murphy could have seen coming but i don't know if there is yeah i i'm not sure that ali does a good job pretending to be a mori nut like i mean because like she does show like mild like somewhat disappointment yeah and but murphy and amori are also very um they're not super high commitment people yet yeah too that's so the level of disappointment, I think, is accurate for yeah. what Amori would give. Mm-hmm. So there's I, a- I always forget that Amori is chipped until yeah. the later scene. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. That it's supposed to be like, oh, what? Yeah. So um, Louisa does a very good job with yeah. that. Yeah. So there's a knock on the door and she hides. And the guard says Antari wants him. So the guards knew that Murphy was in here and they thought he was like just blinking? like hanging out? Like, when did they show up right outside? Like, did he tell them that he was going to be in here like praying and stuff? <laughs> I, I imagine, I imagine that the guards just happened. It, I think, I think it's a, like a, a timing thing that yeah. just happened to work out and they walked up like shortly after they right. got dressed again mm-hmm. and not 
anything weirder yeah. than that. So Amori is impressed that he's like so important and he tells her to stay here. Yeah. So Amori is like meeting with her subjects like in Princess Diaries 2. Of course, of course. Um, and each of them come forward and like rep, uh, give her a chicken or whatever like in Queen, Princess Diaries 2. We have brought you this gift from our country. <laughs> Murphy calls each of them forward and then there's like this hooded figure and she's like, and he's just like standing there and she's like, hello, what do you want? <laughs> and Jaha understands Trig because of like all the people in his head, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm here to give you what you need or, or whatever. And John immediately recognizes this voice. And then there's this reveal shot that is just so it's so much dramatic. That it's like, it pushes in on his face and he like lifts his hood and then he's like, Bada! And he like puts his like chest out and he's like, it is I, Thelonious Jaha! Jaha! <laughs> and so he's like, hey John, you're looking real important. And Antari's like, how, who is this? How do you know him? What is happening? And Jaha is like, oh, me and John are like friends. And Murphy laughs at that because he doesn't have friends. And yeah. Clark like called him a friend in like 307 and he didn't like that. And he doesn't have any friends except for maybe a Mori. Like, first of all, Murphy doesn't have friends. Second yeah. of all, Jaha doesn't have friends. Yeah, exactly. And so he's like, Jaha, what are you even doing here? Like, you should probably just leave. It's like crazy nuts here. And so he calls her a false commander and she's like, oh my God, everybody get out. Oh my god, please get out, everybody. And it's like, how would he know that information? And he's like, that's so weird. Murphy told me. And he's like, no, I didn't. I haven't seen you in weeks. I've never been. I don't even know who. Th- I don't know this man. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. I hope it don't don't sound ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even know this man. If I saw him on the street, probably wouldn't even know. Sorry to this man. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, kill this guy for insulting you. And Jaha's like, you also said that you can't perform an ascension even if you had the flame. And Murphy's like, how do you, what, what? How do you even what know that? What are you that? talking about? So Amori shows up and he's like, what? Amori, you took the chip? Did I just sleep with Jaha? <laughs> oh, least, no. At least Raven had gotten out of there beforehand. <laughs> so Antari's like, uh, the girl from the market, you know her? And Amori's like, we are lovers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do we have to say it like so- that? So, by proxy, did Murphy also sleep with Abby then? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And Monty's mom. Okay. (laughs) Everybody else. Yeah. Oh. And Jackson. Murphy, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like, but uh, it's funny because she's like, yes, we are lovers. And Antari knew that he had a girlfriend. Yeah. He said, he said, sorry, there's somebody else and this is her. Yeah. Um, so he's like, hey, Antari, do you even, like, trust these people? Because like, like, we're talking about. Yeah, and he's she's like the only person I can't trust is you. You I'm betrayed like, me and now I must murder you. I'm like, I don't think that's true. I think there are a lot of people you can't trust at this time. You're about to be chipped. Every time she's like suspicious of somebody, then that's it. Like, you know, the bur- bridge is burned, even if they didn't actually do anything, yeah. you know? And so Jaha's like, no, we won't help you if you kill Murphy, because he's a fraud, but he can help us. And so Antari has him arrested, and Murphy says, listen, nothing Jaha is saying is true. He's a liar. He gets dragged out. Here's my question. That has been a question for me all season. What's the point of having, like, a private room and calling everybody out of the room if the guards can, like, hear you all the time? Like, Antari is constantly like, I am just having a regular conversation. Arrest him! And all the guards are like, okay, like, can they, like, guards hear you? Does she change the volume of her voice at all? Maybe a little. I don't know. But I just noticed that they keep being like, um, guards. And then the guards just can come in. Yeah, you got a real good point. I guess the guards act like secret service people. Yeah. In that they're not allowed to react. 
mm, or but they share information or care. Mm-hmm. They're just there. Yeah. You don't get to keep your guard job if you're just talking shit. Yeah, true. <laughs> how, how are you paid well? What's the <laughs> point? Um, so they're like, oh, you don't have the spirit of the commanders helping you and people are going to find out soon. So I'll offer you something better. It's endless wisdom. Take this chip. And she's so into it. And it looks just like the flame anyway, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you're not going to ask any like questions. You're just going to implicitly trust this person now who just showed up? Right. I don't know. This seems dumb. So then at the very end of the episode, we're in the throne room. Amori says the gates are open. The gates to Polis? I think so, yes. Like the city limit gates. Yeah. Um, And then she also, I noticed that she has her hand just out in the open now. Mm Mm-hmm. Antari's watching Allie, so obviously took the key or else she wouldn't be able to see Allie. Mm Mm-hmm. Allie's the one who's sitting on the throne, and she's like, all right, let's fill the city of light. We're not only just taking Arcadia, we are taking everybody. First, Arcadia. Then Then the world. The world! Then the tri-state area! (laughs) And very soon into the podcast, that is going to be where we're gonna cut the half. And we're going to talk about Patreon real quick. So Patreon is a service in which you in which you can donate to some of your favorite creators. We have a Patreon. Are we some of your favorite creators? That would be amazing. It's patreon.com slash theaffectionados. And if you join, you can join at the $1 level, which gets you early access to all the podcasts. $2 gets you access to our Discord server. $5 is uh, 10% off at shoppylux.com where Brittany sells stuff. Hybrid Embroidery, where I sell stuff, and Lost and Found Candle Co., where our lost co-host Casey sells stuff, so you get 10% off at all of those places, and then the $10 level is where you get access to our um, Patreon-only podcast, which we are going to record uh, after this. I'm excited about it. Exactly. Um, so check that out. If you can't do that, check out those three places I just mentioned. That's uh, how you can support us and also get something cool out of it. And um, Do you want to uh, tell them what we're talking about today on Weekly? Sure, um, this, uh, will come out significantly past, um, <laughs> when the Oakley will come out, so that so, is- So, like, this, ep- that episode of Oakley will, will already be, be up to you, um, if you wanna join. Sure, in our Stranger Things podcast, in our finale podcast for, uh, season three of Stranger Things, we, uh, had, like, a huge tangent where we talked about how each of the characters would, like, smell- and, like, smell at different points in the story and smell, like, I don't know why. But we had a great time talking about it. And so this time, this Oakley podcast is just going to be about uh, how characters smell. So if you want to talk about how the characters in the 100 smell, it's not just bad all the time. We're also going to talk about when they, like, lived on the Ark and stuff, how sure. they smelled and stuff. So that it's not just, like, the people on Lost smell bad. The people on the 100 smell bad. Let's move on, you know? For the record, though... <laughs> They probably smell bad most of the time. (laughs) Um, But that's, so that Oakley episode will be available to you if you were to join at the $10 level. Um, And if you can't do that, just recommend us to a friend. That's free. Yeah. And that would be really helpful. Spread the word. This one or any of our other ones. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, And now we're going to do the Arcadia storyline. So sorry in advance. I'm sorry to you and I'm sorry to us. Yeah. (laughs) Miller tells a creepy murdery ghost story about Alpha Station to Harper, who's into it, and Brian, who's not into it. (laughs) Miller goes outside the cave to pee, but gets taken. Brian and Harper both follow and also get taken. In the rover, Raven explains some things she's learned from Becca's journal. They get to Arcadia and it's deserted. They need to find Lincoln's journal and maybe get some supplies and then get out. Octavia mourns Lincoln in his room, but finds the journal. She and Jasper get attacked and taken by the same masked figure. Clark, Raven, Monty, and Sinclair figure out a way to activate the flame without putting it inside someone. Unfortunately, they still need someone to put it in or they can't get any of the info. Clark and Monty go where Bellamy called them, but on their way there, they find a creepy music box. Clark fully walks into the trap and Monty gets taken too. After being gassed, Clark is able to reveal that the masked person is Emerson. She runs away and tells Bellamy. Raven calls and asks what's up. 
Bellamy and Clark warn her and Sinclair, but it's too late. Emerson is already there. Raven hides in the rover, but when she sees that Emerson has stabbed Sinclair, she runs out just to witness his death and also get taken. This sucks. Bellamy and Clark get there and discover Sinclair. They realize that everyone must be in one place or he would have left more bodies. Emerson only knows one spot in the whole place, so he must be at the airlock. Clark calls Emerson on the radio and asks what he wants. He wants her to show up, no weapons. She's like, yeah, okay, but Bellamy has a different plan. They go to the airlock, but Emerson knows that of course Bellamy is here. He hurts Octavia, manipulating Bellamy into also coming into the airlock where he's tied everyone up. He closes the door and starts venting the oxygen out so that Clark can watch all of her friends die like he kinda had to. Everyone starts passing out, but after a scuffle, Clark is able to send the flame into Emerson's neck. Since he doesn't have night blood, it kills him super gruesomely. That night, it's gross. That night, they have a funeral for Lincoln and Sinclair where they burn their bodies. The party all decides to split up. Clark, Bellamy, Octavia, and Jasper are all going on to find Luna, and everyone else is staying in Arcadia to figure out how to get into Allie's systems, and they go their separate ways. Crucial... Uh, travel plans were made at the end of this episode, yes. and that's about, that's it. about it. That's all that I care about. Yeah. The the most important, ta- like, content from this episode all happens in the last five minutes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Incredible. Yes. So true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then maybe, like, the Ashende Superior stuff, learning that, sure. I guess. But yeah. Like, that's it. You could have done that um, without killing Sinclair. Yeah, exactly. So Harper, Miller, and Brian are in the cave. Miller's telling ghost stories about a massacre on Alpha Station. Harper wants to hear it. Brian doesn't want to hear it. Um, so he says, not, not long after the first Unity Day, the first generation didn't know they were never going back to the ground. So some of them like went crazy because they didn't know. Brian needs to sleep. So he doesn't want to listen, but he fully does. Because uh, he doesn't like ghost stories and I respect him. And like, um, I also understand going crazy. Um, that's some real cabin fever. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but Harper wants to be scared, so you're Harper, and I'm Brian. <laughs> so he starts talking about Captain Fidalgo, and Captain Fidalgo, it said on the Wikipedia, is likely named after post-production supervisor slash associate producer Emmanuel Fidalgo. Oh, good for him. So Fidalgo starts to see his dead wife and kids in his dreams. They're scary and burned from the bombs, and they looked like demons, which is the name of the episode. So sad. Then he started seeing them while he was awake as well. He asked them to leave him alone. And they said that they would if he killed people. So he used a metal hook to kill 11 people in one night and strung them up in the mess hall. When he was found, he had hacked himself into pieces too and written in blood the word demons. I'm like, how do you hack yourself? Right? Like, I mean, I guess if it's... I guess, but there'd still be part of you left before you died, you know? Like, you can't just... Anyway, I was confused about that part of the story. Not that it matters. I mean, if you hit the right... Oh, this is... That's dark. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I don't want to say that. So that's the scraping sound you hear in Alpha Station sometimes. He's, like, looking for his next next victim. Okay. Bestie, it's a piece of metal. And it's it's, it's spooky. It's spooky and stuff. But if you really wanted to, like, scare them... Have the story take place literally in a cave just like this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> then it's like, oh god, something could happen. Like, I'm not on Alpha Station right now. Bessie Miller doesn't know anything about caves. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. I, I just be like, I'm not on Alpha Station, so why should I be scared of the ghost? Because he's not here. <laughs> he's on Alpha Station. So then Miller jumps on Brian and scares him. And then Harper comforts him, and they're like, there's no demons out there, just grounders. And Brian's like, yeah, and an army of chipped Arcadians, that's fair. So Miller goes to go pee, and then we hear him, like, sort of grunt, and then, so she's like, oh, go get him, Brian, because he's your boyfriend. So Brian goes, and also gets taken, and Harper's like, get Captain Fidalgo to get more firewood, since he's so good at chopping things, ha 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 ha. (laughs) Pretty good if someone had heard it, but they didn't. No. And then Harper also gets 
Yikes. Yeah. But she, she Chelsea thinks- Scream is good here. Yeah, she is quite good. Um, she thinks they're still trying to scare her, but then, uh, they're not. To, nope. They're genuinely being taken. She's like, haha, very funny. Um, just kidding. Uh, oh no. I would never be able to hear a ghost story again. I'd be like, no, it's gonna happen. It happened last time. It's gonna happen to me again. <laughs> so- In the rover, Raven's reading the journal. She says, at 26, Becca found a way to access the human mind. Um, Then they locked up Allie because she's a whole thing about too many people. And when the bombs launched, she was 27. I was like, ah, that's how old I am. (laughs) I wonder how old uh, Erica Sarah was when they had her come back and do that, though. um, Yeah. I'm going to say not 27. What year was this? Mm, This is season three, so 2018? 2017, 2018. Erica. Oh, wait. No, it's not. 2016. I can't count. 2016. This is 2016. She is currently 42, so that was six years ago. So she would have been 30... 36. So she's a 10 years old, 10 years older than she was supposed to be in that flashback, but whatever. Yeah. She looks beautiful. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. She looks ageless, I just think that it's, it's bizarre to me that they're like... Oh, well, she was 27 when the bombs fell. And I'm like, you've already hired the actress. Just yeah, be Just say honest. what it is. Yeah. Like, you're giving people unreal. Like, it's such a weird place to give people unrealistic expectations yeah. of what you look like at 26 or 30. Well, or I wonder if they're just being like, ah, she was still in her 20s when she did all these fancy things. So she's a prodigy. Well, yeah. And then they were like, and then she died. Right. In the bombs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> or like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So she says that the flame was a way for her to atone for her sins because she wanted to merge with the mind. It would never wipe out humans because it was one of us. She put it in herself first, altered her genes with Nightblood so it wouldn't reject. Um, and Clark knows about Nightblood now and nobody else does, which yeah. is so crazy it's to me. So like, weird. This season when she learned about Nightblood, I was like, Nightblood is so important for so long. That's mm-hmm. just crazy. This is the first time we're hearing about it. She explains how it somehow became hereditary. And so that's why they need Luna because she has it. Yep. If we can access Allie, oh, if Luna can access Allie 2, then she can help us destroy Allie 1 and we can finally finish Becca's work. So then Monty once again brings up his mom, which I can't fault him for because of all. course that's all he's thinking about. And so he's like wondering if she's still alive in the City of Light and Raven's not sure if like alive is the right word or what you count as alive. So Bellamy ra- uh, radios for Miller but has no answer, no Harper either. Mm-hmm. I can't remember why we asked, but I remember us wondering if the rover had seatbelts in a previous episode. I don't remember why, but I remember us asking that. And so I was looking at this, and it looks like it might have across the lap ones, but I don't see any across the body ones. Okay. So I'm not 100% sure. I also don't remember why we asked that. I don't remember why. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you remember why, let us know. Oh, I think it's because, like, Raven was, like sloshing about in the back when she was unconscious and we were like can you like strap her in or anything gotcha either way he probably didn't i don't think he had enough time no so they get out of the rover arcadia is completely completely deserted clark's like we were literally gone for two days and they haven't fixed the gate yet and jasper's like there's no one here to fix it they've left so Jasper's worried that Miller and company got chipped. Yeah. And Bellamy's like, no, they wouldn't be because all the chipped people would have been at the cave to, like, get us. Like, worse things would have happened if they were chipped already. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, so it's like, maybe they went in to get Lincoln's book already. Sure, sure, sure. Octavia sees the spot on the ground where Lincoln died, and Octavia immediately wants to leave, understandably. Yeah, um, that's called Trauma. Trauma. Bellamy has to explain to Clark what the blood puddle is. Oh, God, awkward. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This episode just, I, not only does it make me mad, I also get secondhand, like, ugh, from it. I'm really, 
I'm glad you said that because when they're like, Clark, what could the passphrase be? It could be something that she says all the time. Her guesses are so bad. And it oh. makes me embarrassed <laughs> that her guesses suck. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but we'll get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go into the hangar bay and they're like, let's just turn around and get the heck out of here because everyone's like freaked out. Of course. Um, there's like food and games still on the table as if they just. If everybody just left. Stood up and left. Raven's like, why are we hurrying? They won't come back because everyone here is already chipped and their goal is to chip everybody. So it doesn't make sense that they would come back here if nobody is here. Yeah. And Sinclair's like, well, maybe they would come back if you were here. And Raven's like, mm, yeah, that's fair. And they kind of just like hand Raven the idiot ball a little bit there just to like Definitely. explain it to the audience. Yeah. So Octavia and Jasper go into Lincoln's room. Um, she finds his guard jacket and like smells it, freaks out and throws stuff all around the room. Marie is great in this. I found it like mm-hmm. very realistic. Oh, for sure. Um, like the way that her face breaks after she smells it just felt like really, um, just like really good. Like yeah. I completely, she does believe really it. well. Yeah. And Jasper is trying to turn her own words for her is basically saying, you once told me that it gets better. Yeah. And she's like, this is not the same. And I'm like, is it not? I mean, it's pretty similar. Your significant other got murdered. Yeah. Like, I get, because, like, her response is, like, that she can't do it now. Yeah. Because the war's not over. Mm-hmm. She has other things to focus on. Um, And it's her, it's basically her car- compartmentalizing. Yeah. But Jasper is right in that, like, he helped her cope with a very similar loss. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It so- is, it is the same. But I also understand why mm-hmm. you're saying it's not. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so Jasper's like, it's okay to fall apart like you loved him and stuff. And I love that because he's kind of talking to himself, right? Yeah. He's like, I I was I was you just a few days ago <laughs> or a few months ago or mm-hmm. like whatever. And um, he's basically saying like, it's okay for you to do it. And if you tell me that it's not okay, then what I was doing, then I'm talking to myself in the past. And yeah. I'm basically giving, he's kind of giving himself permission to have, From like, the grieved the way that he did. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, no, we're, I'm a warrior and warriors don't mourn until the war is over. And so Jasper just sort of, like, gives her the space to mourn anyway. Mm-hmm. He, if she, like, doesn't want to do it in front of him or something. It's very respectful. And so he goes. Yeah, absolutely. He understands. He's like, I wanted to be alone a little bit, too. So. Yeah. Um, so she finds the journal, and there are a few drawings, like the drawing of her from season mm-hmm. one. Um, but main, mainly the most important one is, like, the page with the map on it that they were looking for. Yes. Jasper comes in and collapses. He's got, like, blood on his head, which kind of makes it look like he's dead, oh, to be honest. Oh, fully. Like, you... Uh, it's it's a Jasper death jump scare. Yeah. So then the same man in the mask from before grabs Octavia, and also Jasper, obviously, who is uh, unconscious. Yep. So Bellamy goes to the armory and tells everyone to meet him there because he, like, found lots of bullets, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, so Clark's, like, immediately gonna go, but Raven wants to take a look at the flame first because she thinks that she can activate it without a nightblood because the journal says that it can be activated with a passphrase. And it's like, well, how can you even read what it says? And she's like, I I'm have- really smart now. <laughs> I have residual memory from the other people who used to be in here. I of. have superpowers. Yeah. Um, God, what was I watching? Oh! We, in the latest episode of Star Trek Picard, spoilers if you're not watching this season of Star Trek Picard. um, By the time this comes out, it will have been, like, a couple episodes ago, so catch up. Yeah. They, Agnes and the Borg Queen have to, like, share a mind in a very similar way. Everything comes back to Star Trek. Like, knowing more about the Borg now, I can just, I can see parts where parts Mm. of that story ended up here. And Agnes, anyway, has to... let the Borg Queen into her mind, basically, so that she can go into the Borg Queen's mind and get information. And she's able to, like, steal information once they're separated again. Mm -hmm. And it's very impressive. Mm. So 
the residual memory thing is very is very sci-fi. Yeah, trait. Yes, which is th- which is this. <laughs> so they're like, um, okay, so the passphrase, what what is it, Clark? It could be anything, any just anything. Like Lexa would like would Lexa have known the passphrase? And she's like, no, probably not. Like she didn't even know that she was an AI. She thought it was like a religion thing. I'm like, also, she could have known she was an AI. She just didn't have the word for it. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Like she knew what the deal was, and that's why Raven she, is just like she wasn't an AI. She was enhanced by an AI. Yeah. She's still a person. Exactly. Yeah. The program degraded over time, and so she didn't know. So Clark just starts trying some of her normal phrases. I'm sorry, but if it was just blood must have blood in English or trig- It would have popped out of her head every she time She would have fallen over it. constantly. Like, those guesses suck. It makes me so embarrassed. It's so bad. And she says them with her whole chest. I'm just like, oh my god. She's just like screaming at this chip. And yeah. I'm like, you're at a 10 and I'm going to need to bring bring it down to like a 4. And Monty's like, anyway. So he finds the seek higher things thing on her journal. Uh-huh. And Sinclair knows a little bit of Latin somehow. And uh, so tries seek higher things in Latin. And he's like, no, my translation was too good. Um, <laughs> I need a less literal translation. I'll just say something random. So now it's Ascende Superius, and it works. Little tendrils show up, and it reaches toward Raven because it, like, senses, probably senses, like, how fancy her mind is. Mm-hmm. And Clark stops her because she's like, I learned recently that it'll kill you if you don't have night blood. Yeah. So they're like, oh, is there another way for us to get the code? And Raven's like, no, we need to put it in somebody. So Clark just, like, puts it away, and they're like, good thing we had this chat. Time to go. <laughs> so they're going to go to Bellamy, and Sinclair, like, speaks to Raven privately, and is like, what else do you know that you've literally never learned? And I don't think <laughs> that comes back up. She's like, uh, that's my business, and uh, not yours. Mm, stay away from me. <laughs> so Clark says that everything is talking to Monty now. Well, everything will be better once we get to Luna. We've already had, I already know this. We've already said it multiple times. Monty brings up his mom again, worried about what happens to his mom when the city of light gets shut down. And like I said, part of me is like, oh my God, Monty, everything you say is about your mom. But like, he literally killed her yesterday. Yeah. She like might be savable. So like, I get it. Um, It's just that every single line is about his mom. I mean, that's, I I would, I I find that realistic. Yeah. Because like, if that had happened to me, I would absolutely be grasping at every straw I could find. Yeah. Which is what he's doing. Yeah. So then we start hearing the music box um, with Rockabye Baby, and Monty's like, let's not follow the creepy music. And it, Clark does. Children Clark. and creepy music are, like, the number one, like, scary thing combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so Clark's like, fall I it. think I'm gonna follow the creepy music. And, like, I'm just like, this is so clearly a trap, I cannot believe this works. Like, yeah. Clark, dude. You're smarter than this. I mean, technically, she gets away. I guess, but, like, poor Monty. I, my interpretation was that Clark held her breath. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because she's able to get Sinclair, or Sinclair, she's able to get Emerson's mask off. Yeah. And get to Bellamy. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's definitely what she did. But she's also just screwed Monty, so. For sure. I, I'm just, like. If I was Emerson, I wouldn't even bother doing such an obvious trap thinking there's no way anyone would ever fall for this, right. you know? So Yeah. So she finds the music box. It says Aaron on the bottom, which his would have been his son's name. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think that this is a lost reference. It's probably an Aaron Ginsberg reference. Oh, it could be both. Could be. Because there's a very important child named Aaron on Lost. I know. I'll give it to you. Eh. Convenient. Yeah. On... IMDb, it said, the ominous music box trope. 
As Clark and Monty approach a suspiciously placed music box playing Rockabye Baby, it winds down, slowing to a stop. The pitch drops as the tempo slows, as if it were a vinyl record or a magnetic tape slowing, but a mechanical music box doesn't change pitch. It's like a player piano. The pitches played by the teeth of the comb remain in tune while the slowing rotational speed of the music cylinder reduces the rate at which its pins pluck them, slowing only the tempo. The tempo It wouldn't mm. change the actual like pitch of it. Like it would when it's like getting lower because right. it's slowing down. It's just not realistic, apparently. Um, actually, um, actually. So then there's the red smoke and the masked man, and she's like, "It's gas, run!" And Clark almost gets got, but gets away. Yeah. She pulled off his mask and finds that it's Emerson, and she like goes and yells to Bellamy that it's Emerson, and yeah. they're like, "Oh no, what the heck?" They're all like. This guy again. Yeah. So Emerson took Monty, obviously. Betty calls for Octavia. No Octavia answer. Calls Jasper. No Jasper answer. Clark is, like, feeling responsible because she's the one who let Emerson live. And she's like, I could have killed him, but I didn't. This is just, like, reinforcing all her trauma, too. Yeah. There's, like, I let all the wrong people live and I get all the right people killed. It's just, like, this is, like, Clark being, like, I should just kill everyone, I guess. Yeah. I guess my, my, the moral of the story is kill everyone. That's what Octavia heard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Raven calls and is like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh my god, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm just in engineering. Uh, they're like, well, Emerson is here. Um, so she and Sinclair are like, oh dear. So they have to go and like lock it down and not let anybody in. Is Emerson chipped? Well, he wasn't in my brain yesterday, but who knows at this point. Yeah. Ew. He wants revenge. Raven can somehow tell he's already in the room, but I'm not sure how. Maybe she hears him? I didn't catch Maybe. that either. Yeah. So then she gets knocked down. Sinclair comes running for her. He cut the power so they have to open the door manually for Bellamy and Clark to get in. Mm-hmm. Bellamy and Clark are trying to get in, but then Emerson attacks Sinclair. He yells for her to go to the rover. He just wants to save Raven. Oh, for sure. It's it's like- It's a, devastating. It's, it's absolutely devastating. It's- Oh, God, it's awful. I was doing my notes using the transcript. I, like, look at the transcript and then I rewatch it yeah. and stuff. And all of Sinclair's lines are just getting the rover over and over and over again because he just is just trying to protect it's, Raven. It's awful because he's trying so hard to mm-hmm. protect her. And then she just can't, she can't stop it. He gets. I mean, like, I... I would do the same thing. I would, of course, run to him so that he, like, had somebody there while he died. But also then it's like, she, he watches her get taken as the very last moment he ever experiences. Yeah. There's just no freaking winning. Who wrote this? It's horrible. And, like, I'm so mad. is not a big enough character that his death is going to leave a lasting, like, mark in the way that killing Lexa and Lincoln did, like, narratively. Like, Lincoln, like, Sinclair is very much a character that you could get away with him not being here for an entire season, and most people wouldn't be like, where'd that guy go? Yeah. So a few people would, and then you could just have him pop up again later, and people would be like, ah, this guy. You know what I mean? So killing him here, I think just, we were on a roll, and it, 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 bad. It was bad. It's just like, what was the point, really? Like, other than just more... More trauma for Raven, I guess. But, like, nobody else even seems to, like, really care that Sinclair died. Just, like, more murder. Like, more viscera. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? You know? So, yeah, she runs to him. He just wants her to stay safe. And she is going to try and save him, but he keeps just asking her to get back to the rover. Sinclair dies. I'm so mad. Yep. Raven gets grabbed, so it was all for freaking nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, I hate it. It's, it's... Just, there's nothing good about it. Yeah. So, Bellamy and Clark finally get in there, 
and Clark checks Sinclair, but he's dead. This sucks. Like, and they're like, like, what was the point? Like, Emerson didn't want to kill anyone over, you know, 30? Yeah. It, Why? Like, oh, that that makes me so mad that he's like, all of Clark's friends need to be in the, um, all of Clark's friends yeah. need to be in the thing, but like, uh, you're old. This you can't old be one of Clark's friends. Yelling. <laughs> Oh, that makes me so mad. Like, literally, why didn't he just kidnap him, too? Right. I don't... Were you scared that he was, like, big enough to take you in a fight? I don't get it. If Sinclair is big enough to take you in a fight, why aren't you scared of Bellamy? Yeah. Also, you clearly see how much he cares for Raven. So if you can take control of Bellamy by hurting Raven... Or by hurting Octavia... You can grab this man... You certainly can do the exact same thing with Raven. Raven. Yeah. Ah! There are so many better ways to do this! Like, you literally could have had him be captured as well... And then just had him, again, just be a tertiary character in the story. Like, you're telling me <laughs> half the people that make it to the finale and Sinclair doesn't? Really? It's a joke. Sinclair was one of the only truly good people, and I'll say that. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. It's just, like, he was- so many of the people on this show get corrupted, and I guess he didn't have time to get corrupted. Yeah. But, like, my god. Yeah. So they're like, well, no one else is dead, probably, because we would, like, be seeing more bodies around, so it's mm-hmm. not too late for them. Everyone else would be wherever he took them to. They're probably all together. Does he even know where he's going in this place? Oh, he only knows this one spot, so he's probably in the airlock. So she talks to him over the walkie, and she's like, hi, I would like to talk to you. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, everyone's tied up in the airlock. Ha you should have killed me. I have all your friends, and yeah. now you're gonna die. And Clark's like, I know! I know! I- and I wish I had. Given the opportunity, I would do it. <laughs> At she's this like, time, yes. She's like, okay, so are you trying to kill me now? And he's like, yeah. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Kinda, yeah. I, want, I just also want to make you watch your friends die first. Yeah. She's like, if you let my friends go, you can have me. And he's like, that's really nice, Clark. Okay, sure. Come to the airlock. Haha. And Clark's like, okay. But Bellamy obviously okay. hates that. <laughs> so she's like, when I'm dead, she's completely just like, okay, this is it. I'm going to die here today. She's like, I'm, I'm sacrificed myself i'm gonna do it i've been waiting for this moment it makes sense to me that clark would be like because i didn't kill emerson sinclair is dead and so now i deserve to die Mm -hmm. because it was my decision that killed a person that i liked i think clark was already uh on the ledge Mm -hmm. with lexa dying yeah so right so she's like she's she's not gonna far and she's like she's already also blaming herself for lexa dying Mm -hmm. so if it's the choice of I'll, I'll kill your friends or I'll kill you. She's like, obviously kill me. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So she's like, when I'm dead, Bellamy, take the flame to Luna. Raven will know what to do. And Bellamy's like, no, that's a stupid ass decision. No. Like, you're an idiot. Why would, what, like, on what planet did she think that he would let her walk in there by himself? He literally, to his death, is trying to not let her do something stupid by herself. Yeah. And so she's like, no one else is dying because of my mistakes. And Bellamy's like, I don't know what happened to you in Polis, but letting him just kill you is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that. So she's like, oh, do you have a better plan? And he's like, yeah, you distract him and I'll kill him. Great plan. Sure. Spectacular. Whatever, guy. You immediately know that that's not going to freaking work. <laughs> so they get to the Honestly, airlock. Honestly, it's a better plan than Clark's, though. It's true. It's true. So they get to the airlock. Clark's like, hands up. Bellamy's following her secretly with the gun. And she's like, hello, Emerson. Nothing else to see here. Just me handing myself in. And he's like, where's Bellamy? And she's like, I don't even know that man. What? (laughs) Who's that? I don't know. I've never seen him before. So he starts to hurt Octavia. Bellamy's like, hey, it's me. I am here. And he's like, oh, hey, Bellamy. He's like, what's up? 
And they're like, oh, okay. Take all the bullets in your gun and throw them towards me. And then Bellamy, get inside the airlock with us. And Clark's like, nah, 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 you wanted me. And But Octavia's getting hurt, so Bellamy's like, ugh, guess I have nah. to go. So he goes, and he's like, got some handcuffs for you, too. And then he has to handcuff himself. Humiliating. Devastating. Like, Humiliating. that's just, that's a low blow. Yeah. So he puts the gun on Clark, tells her to get on her knees. Um, I like that Octavia keeps <sighs> fighting. She's the only one who's, like, actively still, like, struggling. Yeah. And that just makes sense for her. It absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, this whole sequence feels... I normally compliment the acting on this show, mm. but, um, and maybe it was part of the direction that this actor was given, but it feels so rapey mm-hmm. to me. Mm. Like, there's a very sexual undertone somehow. Well, they've already sexualized Emerson previously this season. Yeah. So that makes sense. Like, it- That you would feel that way. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, exactly. Because they set him up, like, sexually when they were, like, doing the whole male gaze, female gaze thing with the chained up thing. But it- there's just something in the way he plays it that feels very, like, predatory in both a, like, I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna just do something unspeakably horrible to you way- that just makes me deeply uncomfortable every time I, like, see it. I just hate this yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, then telling him to, her to get on her knees thing, and then, mm-hmm. like, the, the just the way he is holding her later, it just, bleh, bleh, bleh. Yeah, and the, like, angle they've got him with Octavia in, it's just like, yeah. yeah. I promise that we are going to say nice things about next episode. Yes, I, I promise we are. Yeah. So he seals the airlock with everyone inside, and she's like, no, do anything to me, but don't hurt them. And so he's like, you killed... 381 people, my children, my brother, my friends. You didn't have 381 kids. Yeah. (laughs) So on um, the wiki, it said, Emerson states that 381 people died at Mount Weather because of Clark. With the writers having stated that around 350 people died in Blood Must Have Blood Part 2, and Lorelai Singh giving a figure of 382 people in Long Into an Abyss, Emerson appears to be blaming Clark for everyone who died in the war, not just the people who she personally killed. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. Thanks for the fun fact. So he's like, (laughs) you think that just your life was enough after you killed all of those people? No. So the oxygen starts leaving the airlock. He's like, beg me to stop killing. Yeah, with the begging too? Yeah, exactly. Gross, gross. Beg me to stop killing your friends. And of course she does. Yeah. Because what else is she supposed to do? Of course. They start dying and she's like, your son Aaron wouldn't want you to do this. So he gets mad at her for of saying course, his name. Of course, because he's like triggered and like immediately like mm-hmm. reacts like a, honestly how she wants him to react. Exactly. So she gets away um, and tries to hit the button, but he like gets her back and he's going to kill her. But then he's like, no, wait, you have to watch them die first. Um, and I'm like, more ghosts in Alpha State? Is this Alpha Station? <laughs> So many ghosts in Alpha Maybe. Station. I mean, it is the ring. Yeah. I don't know which one was the Alpha Station. Me though. neither. So she says the passphrase and the flame kills him and like burrows into his neck and then there's blood coming out of his eyes. Ugh. It's like, it's, it's disgusting to watch and it's disgusting so to brutal. listen to. Ugh. Ugh. So she opens the airlock and everyone can breathe again. Great. Yay. But like, then she like looks back at him and he's just like a husk on the ground. It's disgusting. It's like it's his gross. eyes are like gross. Bleh. Gross. Gross. But, I mean, it was important, I guess, if I can say there's anything that we learned that it's important in this episode, is other than the stuff that we've mentioned. What exactly will happen to exactly you? Exactly how serious it is when you take the flame without nightblood. Oh, for sure. So, like, in se- in the season three finale, when Clark decides to do it, we understand the phenomenal risk that it is when yes. she's doing it, like, getting herself nightblood falsely. Yeah. 
So they have their funeral for Lincoln and Sinclair, and Bellamy's just, like, carrying Lincoln's body. No. No. Babe, no. That's Um, a body double. That is a body double. I am so sorry. I, Ricky is bigger than Bob. Yeah. Like, like, that's significant. That looks like a full other person. Like, that's not Ricky. Like, uh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I do believe that Bellamy and another person could do this. Yes, but but not solo. um, And he's not even struggling. Yeah. And, like, because Lincoln is dead. Yeah. There's no muscle. Full dead weight. He's not holding himself up in any way. Like, he doesn't have his arms around your neck to help, like, anchor him. No. Yeah. I do not believe it. No. Absolutely freaking not. <laughs> but when he puts him down, Marie, like, opens the thing, does an, a fantastic cry. Great work from Marie this episode. Um, and I would also say that um, Lindsay is also very good this episode. Mm-hmm. And Alessandro is also very good. These yes. are my, Those are my standouts for this episode, I would say. I concur. So I guess since she is mourning, the war is over? No. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> there it is. The war is on a temporary hiatus yeah, for the night. It's like, sorry, Allie, can you hold off on that war? A warrior's mourning over here. <laughs> it's done. It's over. Sorry, um, war ended. War ended. It's done. It's I over. have to cry. Yeah. War ended. So they all say, may we meet again, and they start burning their bodies and say, you gonna place the ode on, and they all say it. You know, they say both the Sky Crew way and the Tree Crew slash Grounder way. It's beautiful. very beautiful. Um, wish it wasn't the third time we had to do it this season. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, the third time we had to do it in the span of um, five episodes. But they also, like, like, Lincoln is all wrapped up. Who wrapped up his body? You guys? Because if you did, why did you not do also Sinclair? Abby, probably. Yeah, Abby or somebody who who did that. Because I don't know what they were doing with people who had died, but if anyone would have been responsible, it would have been Abby and Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely something that was done before before she showed up. That's before she's chipped. Yeah. For sure as well, though, too. I seem to remember in like a trailer or something where we had like a zoom out. It was like a bird's eye view shot of like lots of bodies wrapped up in that way in Arcadia, maybe in season four or something. It is definitely in season four, but I can't remember how they died. No, for sure. I just like, I have a memory of like maybe that 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 is what they do with bodies in arcadia yeah probably um, like just a funeral pyre wrap up way or it's wrap like them in, in rows. wrap no 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 i know but like I, they have to then do something with the body because yeah it's going to decay yeah um so they either would have buried it or done a funeral pyre thing yeah but i think i they must have decided out of respect to wrap the bodies which is good. I mean, my thing is, I'm glad that after they, like, set the fire and stuff, they walk away. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Lincoln, like I said, is wrapped up. But I'm not out here trying to watch Sinclair's skin burn off of his body, no. you know? I'm just no. not trying to do that. So I'm glad that they walk away. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least, like, put something on top of the man. Jeez. Yeah. Oof. Ugh. So they're like, <laughs> Octavia's like, I would like to leave. And everyone's like, that makes sense. Let's go. All right, let's, uh... We were mostly here for you anyway. Yeah. Um, so they load up the rover and Raven, Monty, and Harper are going to stay and also Miller and Brian. Raven says, like, I can hardly walk in and I'm injured. So, like, this is a, a bad idea. Monty is like, Raven remembered that Allie uploaded herself to the Ark. So we're going to find a way in. And once you connect Allie 2, we're going to, like, need to get in with Allie 1. Yes. Miller and Brian are staying, and they're like, we'll keep everyone safe, and Harper will keep them safe, which is a cute moment. (laughs) Jasper is going to go with Bellamy, Clark, and Octavia to find Luna. Everyone's hugging, and Octavia's like, no hugs for warriors. She, like, leaves. Jasper wants to hug Monty, but he, like, turns away from him. Mm. (sighs) Even if I was mad, we're in the middle of a war, and, like, that might be the last time I saw my best friend in the entire world ever. I would hug him. Yeah, I would as well, because especially at this point, like, Monty has apologized more than once by now. 
Yeah. But, like, Monty's the one who turns away from Jasper. Oh, I misunderstood that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, like, if I was Monty, I would hug him. I would do I it. I would, yeah. Like, I know that they had a falling out, but, like... We're in the middle of a war, and you don't know if you're ever going to see these people again. Yeah, it's different than being mad at him during Arcadia when, mm-hmm. like... We're kind of, like, semi-in peace. Yeah, yeah. I would hug him. Um, and so basically it's like, okay, bye, and they all go their separate ways, and that's the episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Can't say I care for this one. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, it's a real, it's a real boot. Yeah, certainly. Um, I've been saying certainly way too much and I need to like figure <laughs> that out. But like every time I say it, I'm just like, pick a different word. Uh, Grammarly would suggest undoubtedly. That seems more douchey. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, ugh, undoubtedly. Like, that, can you imagine? No. Um, okay, so now we're going to go into our segments. Um, our first segment is the post-apocalyptic Sasquatch, or my favorite line award. My favorite line award goes to Monty for... Following the creepy music is a bad idea. Or we can follow the creepy music. Oh, okay. All right, whatever. Uh, I didn't pick a favorite That's line. okay. It is a... I was it's just like, like, there has to be one, yeah. you know? And then my segment is, what is Sam shipping the most? Kane and Abby, even though they aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's not really anything for me to ship in this episode, really. The like, residual Linktavia yeah, is like, all I can really... Yeah. No, it's Kane and Abby because somewhere he's looking for her. Yeah. And then it's time for Robin's Murphy Me moment. Listen, guys, uh... I don't know. They're still apart, but we're getting there, okay? It's, it's almost time. Just, like, stick with me, okay? <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there, guys. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you are so inclined, write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. That would be great. Thank you to uh, Brittany and Emily for hanging out in their rooms uh, while we talk about the show that did us all irreparable damage. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I cannot respect them more for being like, I would like to remove myself from you talking about this. <laughs> If you're a fan of Riverdale, we like to talk about that show, too. Um, We are currently covering the sixth season of Riverdale. It was recently renewed for season seven, and goddamn, we are going to, we're going to cover that, too. So It was renewed for some reason. If you uh, don't want to watch the show, I understand. You can listen to the podcast without watching it. A lot of people do. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, we like to talk about that show, too. Uh, As I think we mentioned maybe earlier, we covered um, all of season one through three, and uh, season four comes out very, very soon. Yes. Uh, We are excited to watch it. The uh, next episode actually comes out two days before season four of Stranger Things. So I'm really excited about that, Uh, and we are going to be covering, like, we're going to be putting out um, our, like, first thoughts as as we're watching. So um, definitely catch up on our Stranger Things podcast before then. Uh, if you're a fan of Lost, we like to talk about that show too. We are almost done season three over there. Um, mm-hmm. It is no spoilers until the spoiler section at the end. So if you want to watch along with us for the first time, you can, and it would be my honor. Um, it is our longest podcast, our most big brain podcast, and we also have guests over there. That podcast is truly like my pride and joy. <laughs> the uh, I put so much love into it and so much work into it. And so um, I... I it would mean a lot to me if you checked it out. Robin didn't become a parent until she got daily, but the Lost Podcast is her first child. It's my baby, yeah. Yeah. You can follow the Fictionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube. We're mostly on Twitter. Um, you know where we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating because it is expensive. It is free for you to listen to, but it is not free to make, and uh, and we work really hard on it. So we really appreciate it. Um, if you can't help us out on Patreon, check out those places that I mentioned uh, in the mid-roll. <laughs> uh, or uh, just recommend us to a friend. That's free. 
and it still helps. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Sam Casey's, which is S-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y-S. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. Um, and our next episode is episode 313, Join or Die. I am very excited. I love this episode. Legit, if I had to sit down and pick top five, this mm-hmm. is absolutely there. Yeah. So it was 213, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had some really good 13s, I think, throughout yeah. the course of the show. Yeah, I am really excited. I don't get excited about a lot of these anymore, but I'm genuinely excited about this one. Yeah. Uh, So that one's going to come out on May 25th. um, But if you are on Patreon at literally any level, it starts at $1, um, you will get it on May 18th. So I feel like that's worth it. I don't know. It's the best episode. (laughs) (laughs) Comes out on Emily's birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye.